Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Canada's Drag Race Season 2. So, let's raise a glass... Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clank. <coughs> oh. Hi, Flop. Hi. What? <laughs> First of all, every time they there is so by flop was the song they did last week. Okay, bah, every time bah. they said flop, I I kept hearing the word fob. And okay. in New Zealand, where I come from, fob is kind of like what they. It's a derogatory term for Polynesians because it's an acronym for fresh off the boat. Right. So you have told um, me yeah. So every time they're like they're singing bye flop, I just kept hearing fob, and I don't take much offense to it, but it, it is the term that they're. Let's cancel Drag we, Race Canada now. But I we think. kind of say against like uh, we tend to say it to each other. We're like, hey fob, you're a fob, haha, fob, fob, fob. <laughs> like a rec- reclamation sort of thing. But when I came. To, yeah, but when I came to London, there was a sign, and I was I took a photo of it because it was it made me it made me laugh, and it was the sign said, um, "Fobs cut here." Yeah, like a fob to get into a building or <laughs> so, something, right? I was like, <gasps> like it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's like, a little you know, token know. that you scan, right? And also, we say in the UK, you can't you, you're being fobbed off. Yeah, yeah. Do okay. you say that in New Zealand? I, th- I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I've been in the UK so long, I don't know what's New Zealand and what's UK. You don't even have an accent UK. anymore, frankly. No, I'm basically English. Right. All American. Like, people just... <laughs> American. Be- I mean, my accent, it just transcends... Um, it does. Any, it, it's, I am of the world. I, yeah. I don't belong to just New Zealand now. I am a creature. I am a student of the world, Tom, and I'm, and I'm, ha- and I'm, I'm at peace with that. You're like Raja. You defy... Race, creed, or color. Let's start this podcast with a review that we got from Memes Girl. Memes oh Girl. Oh my goodness. Who said last week's episode of Canada's Drag Race recap with, with a musical artistry of Christina and Brittany down broken. Brittany are broken down <laughs> was, oh my God, let me, start, let me say that all over again. Okay. <laughs> last week's episode of Canada's Drag Race recap when the musical artistry of Christina and Brittany are broken down was perfection <laughs> this is my fade podcast ever <laughs> and it's from memes girl i had a little message from anna as well since she was highly entertained by your description of genie in a bottle is about a girl and her v yes her v <laughs> what's funny about that it's just a weird turn of phrase no, does the one... it's just strange like it's i remember like it's in, nice it's a nice difference in usual in it's high nice. school if you were a virgin um, you're a V positive. In 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 uh, my so school, people like, say you v- you've still got your V card. What's that? Are you V positive? Yeah, v- yeah of course, V positive. <laughs> yeah, girl, we have V positive. That's what it was. That's well, what. That's do you know what? 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 There, there should be less shame and more empowerment about being V positive. I mean. Uh, there was awareness brought by uh, Crystal in her comedy set. Absolutely, go Crystal. Someone who has it has that. <laughs> Tom, why did I not say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you would do. It's like I was. Oh yeah, I'd like. I'd, yeah. Anyway. Tom, I'll tell you why. You're on your third glass. Second, third. Tom. Guys, I've had a very hard day. I, it's a Saturday, and that's going to do my appraisal. Okay, so. I, I will accept no criticism today. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know where it possibly came from. No, no, the, no. The, the bitch is drunk. <laughs> Everyone. No. I, I'm, I'm babysitting tonight. She is tonight. sober as a judge. 
I'd like to give a little shout out to one of our listeners, regular correspondents, um, Wilhelmina Scream Cheese. Needs to give a little bit of context here. So there are two really lovely, fun, um, successful British drag queens, um, Nova and Olympia, who I think probably a lot of our listeners will be aware of because they do really, really funny spoofs on YouTube. They've got a great channel on YouTube. Um, I think they do drag race reviews, which obviously I don't listen to because I don't want to pollute my opinions. But they also have their own little um, side gig doing their own race called Novimpia's Asshole Race. And so it's about um, kind of like submissions on Instagram and weekly people like compose a photo to a certain theme. So they've had past few weeks, they've had horror, they've had red carpet. I think this week it's supposed to be Real Housewives, um, so it should be a really good episode. Um, I think it's actually accessible through Patreon, but like certainly if you want to check out um, Wilhelmina's um, amazing submissions, please check her out on Instagram. She she posts them every week, Wilhelmina Scream Cheese, which is an of itself. An um, amazing drag name. A, a highly layered <laughs> pun. So yeah, please check her out. And she's doing really well. Go, go Wilhelmina. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Support. Support yeah. local drag artists. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Even if they haven't been on drag. We do that. I- well, it, but it's actually just to give some context. It's not them who have to be in the photo. It's a household item or something that's being dragged up. That's how they do it. It's really funny. Like a cat? Yeah, but it, not not many living creatures. Like, Willem- could you imagine Willem- Lily? Willem- is an actual. She would not tolerate that. She'd scratch your face off. <laughs> could you imagine Lily in drag? She she is. I'd love to see her in drag, but she wouldn't tolerate. Lavender would tolerate it. He's very passive. He's he's. Gosh, he just wouldn't look he's good in drag. Just, unfortunately, hey, my name's Lavender. <laughs> That's how we sound. That's how we feel. That's he his sounds. voice. That is his voice. Whereas Lily is just Wednesday Adams. She's Wednesday Adams. House. They're Wednesday and Pugsley. They really are. They are. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. Great. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get into Drag Race episode two? Yeah. I mean, Canada, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I've got to say, like, the vibe that I'm getting um, from Instagram and stuff is we have personally compared this season favorably to Drag Race UK season three. That's not. It, it seems to be quite... An, there's no real consensus. Some people are living. Some people are not so living. I'd say, it's, yeah, maybe there's a couple of weird judgment calls. But on the whole, it's a really, like, diverse, fun, interesting group of queens who we're getting to know as well. They're getting plot lines. They're putting in fab performances. I'm just... I'm really enjoying this season. Who wasn't enjoying it? I'm just talking, like, general vibe I'm getting off Instagram and comments and stuff. Because, obviously, I'm, I'm out there. I'm doing my social media thing. I'm getting the vibe. You're young. You're hip. I am really young and hip. You're down with the kids. I'm down with all the kids. Um, and, um, yeah, just the vibe. And I'm going to say one thing. Like, people keep on coming for Kendall when I put posts up about her. And I am blocking and deleting them immediately. Like, we love Kendall on this show. Do not come for her. We are protecting Kendall at, at all costs. Because she seems I'm like sorry. she's really talented and seems like a lovely person. But Tom, the thing is, the people that you keep shining a light on are the seven-year-olds with a phone mm. or the twelve-year-olds with an opinion that no one else listens to, and they find confidence and 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 being secret online. They should have their phones confiscated. Frankly, their their parents should be keeping a closer just, eye. Just don't feed into them. I Tom. don't. I block just and really delete. Don't. Yeah. I do not feed the trolls. I block and delete. Exactly. I am. I I can ignore comments. I mean, I the block button is my friend. Oh, absolutely. When people give me the opinions that I don't like, I I just read it and I'm like, ah. Uh, 
block. Thank and you for sharing. Then, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, I just it doesn't it really doesn't affect me the way that it I think it can affect you. I I I, I think I feel a bit protective of my favourites at times, and it, I get a bit outraged when people know that the queens are tagged in there and they say something willfully spiteful. Mm. I know it's been a bit of a theme for us this week about like queens being like for mildly those who upset don't follow these. the UK page. Um, Ella Day came for me. <laughs> no, she did. She did a little she bit. Came, Ella Day came for me on Instagram. The tone was joking. She said, "Balo's Balo's my biggest fan with a laughing emoji." She was... attacked me online. <laughs> she attacked she, me she online. She cyber bullied you, didn't she? She cyber bullied me, and I, I, I still don't. I do not consent. No, and I do not approve. Um, but we're reclaiming that power and we're redirecting <laughs> it in a positive direction. Everyone's going to have opinions. So Absolutely. Um, our, whole, I, our whole podcast is an opinion. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, go away. I, I've, <laughs> got, I've got to if say If you don't, that, then hang up the phone. There's a difference between doing a podcast and like giving critiques that are quite lighthearted and going out of your way to leave a shitty, spiteful comment yeah. on an Instagram page that you know the queen is tagged into. And Tom, what I've learned is that a lot of the times people lash out, it's more of their own insecurities. Absolutely. So whenever I see that, I just see a hurt person. That's so compassionate of you. And I'd like us to sit with that for a moment. Okay. Well, moment of silence. Okay, but no dead air. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're back from we're our back. moment of silence. We just edited it out. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, let's do a quick recap and then we'll get into the episode. We've just said goodbye to Eve 6000, who is the drama. It was your child. She was your little baby girl, wasn't she? I she... Eve because she was such a complicated little personality. So it was such a vulnerability to her. I really warmed to her as the episodes progressed. She was our little drama centre, but also she was really talented. She should have, you know, we thought she could have won. Oh my God. Sleep. We've been singing that for weeks. And you didn't see it coming, <laughs> baby. Except this. And I didn't see it um, love her. Love it. But she could have won the acting challenge. She should have won the acting challenge. Really, really. Absolutely should have. Talented, fabulous queen. Um, like, she has put some stuff on Instagram to indicate that she was struggling a bit with her mental health during the filming. So I'm really, really hopeful. She's got the right people around her. She's drawing on her resources. She's taking a bit of time to reflect um, and come out come out and show her artistry to the world what when she the, feels ready. What is the point of that psychiatry test? Because all of the queens, all reality TV show contestants have to see a... What, are you, what is it? A psych- they, they have a psych evaluation. A psych evaluation. I don't, I don't know the exact system. I don't know who does it. I think hopefully it's a trained psychologist or psychiatrist. Um, I would hope so. Um, and they, they have to at least make sure that people... Um, are going to feel safe in that environment. I would say that's... And it's probably an insurance-related thing. Okay. Well, to ensure the show, they need to have people on there who are going to feel safe. That's not to say the show always treats them kindly or values their mental health. Do they see it as a challenge? Oh, you think you're sane? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well let's, uh, let's see how that goes let's for see. you. Jan um, was definitely a challenge for them, wasn't she? <laughs> Tom... 
Quickly, give me five queens who should not have passed that psych evaluation oh, that no, made it I, to the I, show. I honestly don't feel like I can say that because it feels a bit pejorative. That's not pejorative. I'm like, just give me five names that you're like, how I mean, do they get, how do they make it through psych evaluation? Off the cuff, I guess queens who cl- clearly struggled in that environment, the most obvious is Laganja. Yep. All stars to adore. Yep. Um, they're just the ones that really spring to mind in the sense that they needed more support in that environment and perhaps weren't ready to enter that environment. Can I think of anybody else? Anyone um, from the current UK or Canada season that you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, they were unkind to let you through. They saw Jan. Would you say Jan? I don't know. I think, I think Jan's actually quite robust and they, they prodded her really, really hard. Okay. I would say, I would say, um, who else? Who else? I don't know. Candy. I don't know. Well, I think Candy showed growth throughout the season at the beginning and she actually showed reflection on like where her anger comes from and that was really nuanced moment for her. But certainly at the beginning of the season she was I think struggling with the environment. Just so just two names. You can't think of any any they're, other they're queens the ones, that just like, they're the ones mm. that spring to mind most quickly. Fifi? <laughs> oh, I guess. I guess. I, I feel Fifi because they, at every opportunity, she fell for every little thing that was. We talk about All Stars 2, t- Fifi, or both, season 4. Both. Tom, both. She had moments in both of them. Mm. Like when you, the the picture I have in my mind of Fifi is her standing chest out, neck <laughs> craned forward, Absolutely. veins popping, arms back as though she's doing like a manga run. <laughs> but she's <laughs> in Naruto the spot. Running. Yeah. And then she's doing that. I just hear yelling, get back to party city, we belong. I mean, that's that's the vision just, I get. Sh- <laughs> Sharon with Future of Drag, Future of Drag in the mirror. Just to shine a little bit more context on that, a lot of girls have come forward since then um, describing some really... These are things the girls have said, and it's come from several sources. Some unpleasant backstage behaviour from Sharon during that season that might have aggravated Fifi and pushed her into more of a villain role. Apparently, she was dropping the N-bomb really, really casually, which is obviously completely unacceptable. Mm. Um, and several girls have said, Dida said it in an interview recently. Even Bob the Drag Queen has said, um, why is she dropping the N-bomb mm-hmm. all the time? It's I, I think if Sharon, I'm- if you're listening, quit it. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think she's probably got the message by now. I'd hope so. Um, Sharon is unfortunately, you know, in a little bit of a, there's another quagmire that I don't know the full details of that she seems immersed in at the moment as well, but she's a little bit of a persona non grata at the moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, other girls, I'm trying to think of early seasons. Um, season one, season two. Don't worry about it, Tom. It's, just... it's such a hard question. Those are the girls that sprang to mind. Maybe as the pro, as the program goes on, as the podcast. Nina, Nina Benita Brown. Okay. Nina Nina really felt the pressure of the show to the point where she, she became really quite paranoid. You're right, yes. Um and that that was sad to see. It saddened me that the environment did that to her. Um she didn't it didn't feel like she was that equipped to be there. Because she's a fabulous artist and had such great moments. Yeah. Um but like she was one of those girls it always saddened me when the exit feels a bit sad and they're a bit defeated, and that's what happened with Nina. Mm. And and then the backlash to add on to that. I mean, it's I don't like think it would help. Horrible. Anyway, mm. let's get into the episode. If any other names come up to mind, just <laughs> scream it out, okay? I'll put my hand up. 
Congratulations, Gia. They've just walked in from the main stage. Congratulations, Gia. Geometric has won. We thought there were several other girls who could have won last week, really. We loved Adriana. We loved Isis. Um, we loved Kendall for all the backlash she got. Her verse, the, her lyrics and delivery wasn't the best, but her presence on stage is yeah. undeniable. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I, I really, Adriana was really my pick last week. I'll tell you, Kimora, I have been singing yes, her verse all, all week. week. <laughs> I have been singing her verse. That's how you know it's stuck. I'm yeah. like, this was Kimora's. I really feel that she could have won last week. I don't even remember Geometrics verse. That's the thing. I, know I don't. I, I, don't think I, I mean, was... I think once, maybe a few times, I also sung Adriana's because I was, I was like, I'm a cannibal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm an animal, but guess yeah. what? I'm a cannibal. And also, I don't like the fact that she, um, you judge the Latina by her by her cover. Now run for cover. I'm like, that's, yeah, so, that's okay. so awkward to me. That those that line and that rhyming is so awkward to me. But then I have to remember that English is her second language. Yeah. So maybe she was third like, language. I think. Well, well there you go. <laughs> But her powerful, she had a powerful stage presence, powerful performance, really and a really good rap. So if anyone in that team had to win, for me, it should have been Adriana because she was also very on the whole time. Gia was was really really good. She just wasn't our most personally memorable girl. Yeah. And you know, Isis st- sticks out to me as well with the dynamism she exhibited on stage. And you're right, Kimura's verse was really, really distinctive. Yeah. A lot of strong performances last week. But there we go. Gia's our winner. Um, Adriana actually, you know, brings up when the girls come back in the room. So why was I last picked? Well, I'll tell you how Sitting it went. Sitting there, bless her with... I actually saw on her Instagram, the, the mask prop that she used gave her a bruise around her mouth. That's what's going on there. Um, what was she wearing? Um, it was an Ariana Grande meets Tom, kind of Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande <laughs> meets um, a kind of Jean Paul Gaultier kind of space aged ensemble, and right. she she had like a chromatica sort of breath mask thing that bruised her. That's why there's that mark around her mouth. Oh, yeah, drag, eh? Drag is painful. Drag. Woo. I tell you how it went. It went like, "Yay! Congratulations! Yes, yes, yes!" <laughs> Why did you choose me last? It went like, "Wow!" Like she, she just went and yeah, yeah, ha, ha, yeah, 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 yeah. Why was I picked last? <laughs> you. Uh, and like, I, th- I think Gia's answer was legitimate because I think we had a similar thought process when we were thinking about who's going to do well this week. She was in the trio that did the worst in the musical, but I guess the musical called for a really specific set of like characters and deliveries that wasn't in her wheelhouse and this was because she could be her you know latina spicy uh effervescent self on stage she was being her rather than a character absolutely i think it's it's easy to get lost in your feelings Mm. these queens don't know you from another person at all all i know is what i see you do here and now and Mm. all i've seen of you adriana is that really horrific trio which was really bad it was bad it was homophobic <laughs> it was, was transphobic drag, it was transphobic it was, it was, it was drag phobic it was it was it was hate it was it a was, hate performance it was it was it was like I, you've summed it up there i'm afraid so, so that's all gia knows and that's all gia can can really go off yeah she can go off what she sees and what she knows and um i want you to 
to tell me what you feel about this, this explanation. Cynthia said, I hate that feeling that you had to feel being picked last. Like, I... I, th- I think a lot of the girls talk about this um, on Drag Race because it's it's a feeling that is all too common and familiar to queer people, especially when we think about a typical scenario uh, of being picked is sports, team sports. Something that, okay, sweeping generalization, not a lot of like, especially artistic queer people feel much of an affinity for and so there's that very very familiar kind of like i've been picked last again takes me right back to the schoolyard when i was being picked last for team sports that's what i think she was connecting with there she mm-hmm. didn't want that to be inflicted upon her because she knows it's such a common feeling hmm why would you think i would just like oh that's such a it's such a pretentious thing to say well, maybe, but a bit of pretentious. I'm never sorry to choose you, but I hate that feeling that you had to feel because you're a picked last. Like, okay. You know, just... All I can say is a bit of pretense never killed anyone. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bit dark. Isn't it? Isn't it a bit dark? No, shine a light on it. Um, <coughs> so there we go. The girls come back into the room the next day. Feels like the girls turn the conversation to Isis quite quickly, and Isis is quite like, "Well, you know, I felt like I could have won last week." Sure, she was re- she was really really strong. I think she was high in our opinion, and certainly she was in like the the safe high group, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was fine. But I think Isis is this kind of like experienced queen is being very kind of like, "Oh, you know, I feel like I'm being slept on a little bit." That feels like the attitude that she's projecting. The mini challenge, I mean, we'll just touch on it slightly. <laughs> they had to channel some Picasso, unleash their artiste, and they got into quick drag, and they had to draw art that depicted their inner saboteur. Which Do you is, think that was part of the directive, that they had to specifically reference Picasso as an artist, or was it just like, this is an artist? The, well, she, she said channel uh, yeah. Picasso. Okay. Um, so they had to do that. And all I got was that some of these girls can draw and some of them cannot. <laughs> That's all I got from it. Yeah, yeah. Some were quite impressive. And I yeah. enjoyed those. Obviously, a lot of them went for quite an abstract Picasso-esque cubist kind of thing. Um, and I thought, I thought like, I could I could see the reaction. I think part of it was also the performance they put in. So I, can, I get why Isis won this because she was very performative, which was very funny with the peeking, peeking with a sort of Banksy type of graffiti piece. I'll tell you something that Isis does. Um, not to say, I'm not taking it. This is just an observation. She, she tends to focus a lot on the audience and when i say Mm. the audience if she has to do something whoever is the recipient of her art or her performance Mm -hmm. she's a lot of the time she's she does quick glances at them because she needs validation Mm. constant validation that what she's doing her performance choice is a good one and she feeds off energy so if if she gets a good reaction she becomes more and more confident yeah. and then she'll start to be a bit more dynamic mm. but if she wasn't getting a reaction i can tell you she would not have done a lot of that peeking that that that, <laughs> that art that the peeking from behind the the painting because that's that's i mean i've seen her do that more than once and in the snatch game as well there was a, a tiny peak yeah. of it that i saw and the whole 
if uh, oh it's i don't know how to explain it but when her shawl fell off she brought attention to it to try to add to the comedy and then in the snatch game how she was like oh the and my bad that's accent. bad my bad accent yeah. and it was it's it's yeah, it's little things like that. That it's a really interesting observation. I guess it paints her as a little bit of a Tinkerbell sort of character. You know, I need the applause, otherwise I'm going to die, kind of thing. Um, I she, mean, she, I think all performers all, are, like, are that, like that. But right? she were for me. It was a bit very. It was very obvious. Yeah. that it was. This is definitely how she. I feel like we're already being set up for an ISIS episode, by the way, because ISIS won. In saying that, I hope that she gets a lot of good energy because when she does feel validated, she's mm. confident, and then she does things that make her, that, that change her from good to great, like the the confidence to go through the, the, through the painting, through the painting, <laughs> yeah. um, speak through the errors, and then, you know... The, it, it, it gave her that but she needs to find another way of getting validation confidence because a lot of the times you cannot rely on the audience you go for yeah. your own internal resources yeah exactly i remember when we used to do performances um our our direct and choreographer would say you, you do not ever rely on the audience to give yeah. you energy you do not find energy from the audience at all mm-hmm. because if you rely on that it, it will always affect your performance and your performance changes to them you need to find a period yeah but before you walk on that stage you should have it and it shouldn't change it's a very interesting observation that i think about kind of like artistry and performance and perhaps how it should come from within rather than Obviously, art, like you say, artists feed off their response, but mm. there needs to be a sense of inner resilience exactly. as well. Exactly, yeah. and not everyone responds the same. Like sometimes a quiet audience could just be so enamored mm-hmm. and just taken away and they don't want to make a sound, but they are they are giving you that energy. They are giving you that appreciation and you yes. might receive it wrong. You might be like, the audience doesn't like what I'm doing, so I'm not going to perform as hard. Or sometimes people overcompensate. Like people start to change their performance style if they rely too much mm. on the recipients of your performance or whatever that is. And I was always taught to never rely on an audience to give you what confidence, good, to give you an energy to, yeah, to amplify your performance. It should always be great. Yes, You've got to find it within yourself to give your all and, and not trust, rely on that response. Yeah, trust yeah. in your training, trust in your technique. That's it. Lovely. Lovely message sent to all of our listeners who are performers, I think. There. But um, Isis won that hands down. Well, <laughs> She won that hands down. She was really... Was, I think it's a little bit of a production thing because she got the most framing, but she performed it really, really well. Um, there were other girls who were entertaining and did good pieces as well. Like Cynthia's was quite fun. She did that kind of like abstract, kind of almost Hieronymus Bosch kind of I have a question, thing. Tom. Mm-hmm. Was my English accent better than hers? Um, because you came for me. You also, you and Ella came for me in the last podcast. Could we, could we just scroll on? So Let's scroll on, shall we? <laughs> so you think let, her accent's better let, than Let's scroll on. <clears throat> Um, the, this week yeah. is the Max, the, the Sinners Board. The Maxi Challenge is the Sinners Board, and there's three looks. Look number one, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Look number two, ugliest sin. So it's I saw Couture, right? Which is, I mean, it's a bit more clearer than Fugly. Fugly's yeah, board, so isn't it? Let's just talk about these these topics a little bit. So, 
we've got sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That sounds cool. I'm looking for kind of like rock and roll, punky energy. Yeah, hair like metal, pink, kind of Britney Spears. <laughs> those kind of hardcore rock and roll. Let's think a little bit more Motley Crue, Joan Jett, uh, David Bowie. Let's let's go a little bit further back, maybe. Julie Pa. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Dula Peep. Um, as what's Dula Peep. Dula, Dula Peep. Peep. Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Um, see, I get memes. I'm cool. I'm hip. Um, the next one, yeah. Let's. This sounds clearer. So this sounds like the season seven ugly runway. That's what I'm expecting for that one. Yeah. Rather than you know fugly ball when the like we've just had that and it, I I still don't know who should have won and why. Yeah. And I don't think the judges knew either. And then I think this is such a great theme for a construction challenge. Seven deadly sins. Fantastic. Why haven't they done this before? I love when things have like categories and you know themes like this and it's like yes every like in america's next top model when they were like yeah we've got 12 girls let's do a zodiac thing well it's funny to say america's next top model because in season three yeah season four when naima mora won uh-huh. they did Your encyclopedic knowledge they did seven the seven deadly sins uh-huh. and that still to this day is one of my favorite photo shoots done on America's Next Top Model. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because one of the girls, oh, I can't remember her name. Christi- oh, I can't remember her name. She was a runner-up. She, she was a runner-up. Her friend just died. And she was in tears. I remember she this was, one. I remember. She was, yeah, she was so broken. And it just really destroyed her. And then the photo shoot is Seven Deadly Sins the next day. And then they're like... Didn't she have to lie in a coffin or something? Yes. She that had to lie in a coffin. Girl, they had poor, to poor put girl. her into the ground mm. six feet under. The photo shoot was in a coffin six feet under in the ground. Mm-hmm. She just found out her best friend died. It was just like... But she gave the... She had wrath and she just gave an amazing picture and I can just see, I can still see it and she she was screaming she was really mm-hmm. giving her all oh I'm getting goosebumps that it was such a I mean it was so painful it was so yeah. I thought that I really do feel like production knew it was a very Absolutely. much like a chickly caliente moment where they knew that her mom completely her mom died in the, the anniversary and they really set that up but the production definitely knew this and then Tyra and the well, ju- judging would have been like, no, oh, actually, well, you know, this is the kind of thing you'll have to do when you're a model. No, because, sorry, um, Jay, Jay Manuel said um, they, they didn't know that. That, that was already set because they had the, the, they already booked the graveyard. They had already had the six feet. They had the coffins. Everything was already booked. It was just so much coincidence. I mean, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't think anything's a coincidence of Tyra Banks. But that photo shoot was amazing. It was a seven deadly sins. Uh, But what a great theme. And like you said, yeah, I just... I just, I think I can expect great things this week. Again, I feel like we're being steered towards an ISIS central episode because ISIS makes her own clothes. So as a matter of personal taste, I didn't particularly like what she produced in episode one, but it was well constructed and she's made her garments most weeks. She's a sewer. So I really feel like this is ISIS's to lose. It's been very focused on her so far. She's been given a lot of power. She chose the first box. She went for wrath. Yes. And oh, who- yes. So um, she's, she gets to a sign. Cynthia has greed. Geometric has sloth. <laughs> Kendall has pride. Adriana has lust. Kimora's got envy. And then Pythia has gluttony. 
I'd love to hear a bit more about her thought process because she said she tried to make it fair and to make it fit the girls' personas. And like, is Gia really lazy or something? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Does Gia take a lot of naps? Is Adriana a bit of a hoe? What's going on? I, I don't know. Maybe that's they'll talk about. They'll talk about it now. Should we? Should we see? What they say or do? I'm. I love a ball. I'm excited to see what they produce. Let's yeah. crack on. We can actually get into the looks, unless there's anything in the workroom you think you want to talk about. Um, I think there was like a, a bit of an interesting discussion in the workroom. Let me just check my little notes here. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. oh, I'm being scowled at. Mm. Um, yeah, just about kind of like. Um, I think it was a really positive conversation that the Queen's had about pronouns and how it's important to respect people's pronouns, but also as long as it's approached with the spirit of kind of like respect and wanting to learn, it's okay for people to ask questions as well because it's ever-evolving. Yeah. And people's gender identities are ever-evolving and we're developing new labels and micro-labels. And yeah, respect and dialogue are important i guess that's all i gotta say about that thank you Tom. you got much to add no 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 mimi i'm first should she have made it through the psyche <laughs> um based on the few episodes we saw of mimi i think she should have been protected from this experience perhaps okay mimi so. struggled mimi struggled all right Cool. Well, in saying that, let's move on to the runway. So the first category is we've got 21 looks to go through. Um, you've got your... We have indeed got my... Handy dandy notebook. My notebook, my glass blues, of wine. Clues, I'm good to blues, go. Blues Clues. Did you watch Blues Clues growing up? What's Blues Clues? <gasps> Sit down in my thinking chair and think. 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 Is it a Kiwi thing? I thought everyone knows that he just... Um, Clues, clues, Tom. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Clearly falling on deaf ears. I'm sorry. It was like it, I grew up watching Blues Clues, and what it was, was a Blue's children's clues? TV show. And as Andy, uh, the main guy, you you you'd have to solve the clues from Blue, and Blue, well, Blue would help you solve the clue. He's Blue like and a parrot. Or something. He's like a blue dog. Okay. And, okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just disappeared, and a new guy was there. And then he just, um, I remember going, what happened? I think he had to go to university or something. But he was um, a dog. Dogs don't no, go to university. No, the guy, the, the guy. There's a guy and then there's a dog. And the guy's solving the, the clues with the help of Blue. And Blue's the name of the dog. Was the dog literally Blue? Yes. Was he? So he just, he, he disappeared and there was a new guy on there. And I didn't take a while to that. And then he just came out of nowhere again and took talk and said, hey, everyone. And it really, I really, it really made me feel like a kid again. Okay. Um, Can you show me later? When he was, yeah, he was talking to you like, hi, guys. Do you remember that time when we didn't have a mortgage? Because now we're all older. He's like the same. Like, and he's just talking about real life. And I, I remember watching it and just going like, just going right back to my child, childlike mannerisms. I sat there and I just looked at, looked at him, listened to him going, yeah, hmm. yeah. And I, almost like, hey, we got to solve another clue. That's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. But Thank you, you for sharing that. You so didn't get that. clues. Yeah. No, we didn't have it here. No. All right. Well, sounds, it, sounds lovely, but we didn't have it here. Okay. Uh, first look, Pythia. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Talk to me. 
Uh, I think this is really good luck. I think Pythia's hit like a really fun balance here between like camp and could actually be a rock star. So she's got attached, she's got a piercing, she's got PVC, she's got asymmetry, she's got bits of metal, clashing textures. Yeah. And this bright purple hair and this tiger print bra. Um, she could be the fifth member of the Misfits from Gem and the Holograms, but like the really, really edgy one. The one who gives Roxy a run for her money. I believe that this person is all about the drugs and the rock and roll life, the hair, the change, the asymmetry, you know, even, the one platform and yeah, one, one like strip of heel. One platform and one the heel tattoos. is actually quite a Lee Bowery thing. There's a Lee Bowery photo shoot where there's that kind of like, you know, dis dysmorphic body kind of like it's really really interesting way of presenting herself it's a tick yes this is a tick okay this is really good two ticks two ticks now who've we got next we've next got we've kendall, kendall gender. gender um i like this this is kendall's take on it um i'd say i do get rock and roll vibes she's giving me kind of like um She's got the green dread. She's got the piercings. The the bodice and the gauntlets and everything is very, very Mugler flame corset to me. Um, you could argue this is a little bit veering in the direction of pop, but it's like rock pop, defo. Okay. Because this is... Really? You know, well, I'm getting Beyonce vibes. Beyonce wore oh. the, the Mugler flame corset. What, Beyonce? Sure, wore, Beyonce didn't have then, green hair. But then she doesn't have the dreads and the tattoos and I'm those saying, the other I'm sa- I'm saying accompanying leaning. clothes. I'm saying veering. I'm not saying... This is still rock. But Beyonce is very rock and roll. No, we're not going to go there. We're not going to have that debate again. Okay. Tom, she's, she's rock and roll. So You're going to say that Tara Sanchez's performance was the best next. It was. Of the rock challenge. Tara Sanchez as beyonce as I, such she a didn't even need immunity that week Tom. she did she, she did not to have it. she did not this um, group of bob my god it's a baby boy Tom, that's her voice okay <laughs> you can't come for her voice that's you're, you're being you're attacking tom uh, he's saying that tyra sanchez has got a better voice than me okay i love i like this look it's, I, I like it a lot i like Kendall it a lot Gender this is, is a just tick gorgeous very yeah. easily i love the green dreads i love the green dreads they're really cool very um toxic crusaders Do you remember them no what okay. about geometric oh this is campy do you know i'm getting such jam in the holograms vibes throughout this whole thing like these queens they see rock and roll and they say right gem the holograms because this is the hair is stormer from gem the holograms but the the bodysuit is very so we've again like a little bit of a nod to her first look of the season actually which is an asymmetric one leg bodysuit very kansai yamamoto very 70s david bowie um but this time she's given it a, a rock and roll twist with this guitar motif that's almost a bit kiss you know, I think mm-hmm. this is cool. This is great. I'm definitely getting rocker vibes. I think the person who eats the runway, Geometric, is one of them this season. I think another queen would be yeah, would be maybe Adriana, but like um, in terms of giving it on the runway, yeah, on the runway. But yeah. Geometric always sells it to me on the runway. Like I love the outfit, then I love her in the outfit, then I'm then I'm just even more sold. When she does what she does. Um, but I do love the look. It's a major tick. It's really, really cool. It's really cool. It's, I'm, I'm enjoying the fun and camp take on rock so far okay. from all the girls. It's like it's rock with a twist. Mm-hmm. I mean that as a compliment. I don't mean it as a criticism. Um, Adriana comes out next. Now, Adriana is like this kind of like goth synth rock 
cool chick. I love her. Um, it's very like Sisters of Mercy, very Susie and the Banshees. There's a bit of Joan Jett in there. I enjoy this a lot. She's got this like asymmetric leather trench. It's a bit Matrix as well. But she's every inch like she's goth rock. I love this. This is really, really good. Yeah. I just said I like it. I think it's rock and roll. <laughs> love that analysis. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Tom, sometimes less is more. Sometimes, yeah, I just... Like, I could do what you do and throw references I around, spouse, but like, no, I, one's, no, one, let, no one's here for that. Let's be honest. I spout so much shite, don't I? <laughs> the toilet seat's jealous. No, this is my favorite. I'm putting What's out this? there. What's this, Tom? Isis Couture. So Isis has just stepped out, and this is the most literal Gem of the Holograms reference so far. So she's got pizzazz, it's bright green hair and zebra print, but she's borrowed that jacket off Gem and those boots, could the bright pink sort of leatherette. It's almost like pizzazz and Gem had a baby. And I love when she's walking down the runway. So she's like, so this is a cartoon rocker who some of the judges might understand. She can't say her name because it's copyrighted, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, this is Gem meets Pizzazz and I love it. I do. I, I mean, I love the colors. I love the green. I love the pink. She has, um, she's got like resting bitch face in the runway doesn't she which is so like high fashion model and i love it i mean <laughs> i love it she's just like yeah i'm the shit do you, yeah i know i'm the shit what i'd ask you is do you even know pizzazz from the misfits because that is her face do you even know gianni Versace? do you even know pizzazz from the misfits i love the look it's this amazing fab my favorite so far and that wig it's so full of volume. It yes. Is, oh, I just love so it. Rock I love hair it. should be big hair, like glam metal, huge hair. Love it. Cynthia Keith. Now, I like this look, but of all the looks so far, that I would say this is the least rock and the most pop, if you ask me. Because I could see Britney wearing this at the VMAs, you know? I could see Christina wearing this. Yeah, I could see Christina wearing it. I mean, let's not forget Britney's like leather lady get up at the VMAs. Britney's worn similar things. It's a bit, it's a bit pretty. That's it. It's beautiful. And I like the look a lot. In fact, it's probably one of my favorite Cynthia looks so far um, because it's great. I love the red with the Python print. Um, The hair is pure, like early noughties pop princess you know, mm-hmm. bleach blonde waves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even I that, that yeah. mirror cap, very Britney at the VMAs. So that's what I'm guessing. And I'm actually going to give give them the cat. I love the look yeah. because of the category. I'm actually going to flick this one because it's a bit too pop for me. Yeah. Um, I'm easily influenced by what you say. So I'm also <laughs> going to flick it, Tom. Yeah. just that, I'm just that kind of person. Is she I gorgeous? Just, yes. Does she fit the category? No. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's always been beautiful. So do you know what? Like, Cynthia's worn more rock and roll outfits than this on the runway. But there we go. But thank you. Sorry, it's, it's a flick. Thank you but for your you service. look stunning. Thank you for your service. Now, when when Kimura first popped out, I was like, oh, I don't see the rock. And then I was like, oh, actually, she's Tina Turner. She's in a Bob Mackie flame dress. This is pure rock and roll. This is the birth of rock and roll. Like, this is perfect. And I love this take on it. So this is a fabulous. But is it six fab- drugs? It's rock and roll. It's rock and roll. This is where rock and roll came from. It came from rhythm and blues. It came from black artists. I know where it came from, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Ooh, s- 
listeners, the scowl he gave me then, if looks could kill. Look at you telling me, telling me, you <laughs> telling me where music came from. <laughs> what I am saying is uh, that the category six drugs in, in rock and roll. Um, who who lived more of a sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle than Tina Turner? I won't hear a bad word against her, Tom. That was not a bad word. She was a saint. I adore Tina Turner. She never touched, not even alcohol. Never. She was uh, a Tina pure... has had a hard effing life, and I love and respect that woman. She was a, woman. a pure diva, okay? Oh, no. she's she's a diva. She's a survivor. She's everything. Can I just point out to our listeners, you've not actually seen What's Love Got to Do With It? The Tina Turner story, have you? No. We're watching it later, okay? Why? You need educating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with what I know about her, which is this pure saint... Um, with you, will a great still, you will still feel that about her at the other end of that film. Even, okay, so you like the look? Yes, I do. This is a okay. it's, it's not anemic. I, I think, no, I think, it's, I think it's a nice take it's on, a on a Bob Mackie. On a, okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Well, Tom, I'm going to take it too because, you know, I'm just, I'm a pushover. <laughs> I'm a pushover. I, I, I don't have any thoughts on my own. I just leech I'm onto others. I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher. <laughs> I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher, Katie. Okay, cool. That's the first category. The next category is ugly. Basically, isn't it? The next category is ugliest sin and out, I saw couture. At Walks Pythia, this is a great take on it. Now, I actually think this is quite a specific Moschino reference because they did like a crochet kind of full length dress with these like square panels on it. I've seen those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, she's 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 mixed it up and she's made it uglier by creating like clashing layers and putting this weird headdress on and stuff and the kooky makeup. This is good. So what I think what I'm looking for this this um, runway is it's like my eyes be like a little bit offended and like I don't really enjoy what I'm seeing, but at the same token, kind of enjoying what I'm seeing. Okay. So I think she's fulfilled the brief. This is good. Yeah, she's good very job, Pythia. Katia season seven, crochet inspired, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is very um, that. But it, it it is ugly, and it's not ugly. That's just like you know when something's just like done wrong. It's just like oh, it's ugly. It's ugly. It's purposefully ugly. I don't know if it's the same in New Zealand, but like, do you remember like in the UK in the early noughties, you could buy a hat like that on like any market stall in Liverpool city centre. No, just like stupid like oh, there's colourful pointy things pointing out of my head. Uh, n- no, that that was that was not a thing. Oh, I've just seen the trim at the bottom as well. That's so ugly. It's really well. She, her toenails. She's doing an Naomi Smalls yeah. um, with her cliffhangers. Okay, next up we've got Kendall Gender. Um, this is this is pretty ugly because it's so shapeless and the colours. Like mm, in a, in some contexts, this could be pretty, like autumnal, burnt orange and browns. But like in this context, this is not pretty. And she's got like the clashing leggings and stuff. So she's doing a good job. The the kitty on the shoulder. Now, I remember kind of like researching this a little bit with um, Naomi Smalls in All Stars 4 when she had her kitty look. Yes. And there's a designer called uh, Miguel Andavar who did runway looks that were very like this. It was like a, like a sweater dress with cats hanging off it. Okay. So that's what it reminds me of. Um, I think this is this is a, this fulfills the brief because it does offend my eyes, but it's cute and I enjoy what she's doing. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. So therefore, it's a tick. Is it? Is it how we go? This is and just like what's that green? Is the cat vomited on her? Is that what that is? Yeah, the, the cat's puked on her. That's really good. That's. <laughs> is anybody anybody who owns a cat will will know the pain of waking up in the morning and finding just 
vomit. Random puke. Yeah. Thankfully, it's not happened for a while, but it's like a random puke that you've thankfully not stepped in. Ugh. Thank you for that, Tom. Thanks, yeah. Thank you. I hope no one's eating or like... Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, eat, don't eat when you listen well, to this podcast, What's uh, reviewing this? So, it's another took. Next up, we've got Geometric. I think now, that this is pretty. I think this is like that's really it. concept. It's too pretty. I thought that too. So... The concept is it's like a bubblegum dress, but this this could walk off a heatherette runway. It's artfully, it's artfully clashing. Yeah. She's got the artfully distressed hair. I love the character. I love the idea of kind of like bubblegum stuck in her hair, dress made of that, blah, blah, blah. But it's a bit too pretty, and I'm going to say it misses the brief, so I'm going to give her a little flick for that. Oh, okay. Um, I... Oh, it's, it's 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 so bad when something looks good, but so you have to say that it's bad. <laughs> it's it's so nicely structured. She's got the shoulder pads. It's it there's the shape. She's got this like interesting hemline that works with the colours and stuff. I get the concept, but it's too pretty. Okay, well it is pretty, so I guess it is a flick. But I we we love it, and because we love it, it's a flick. <laughs> Isn't that a? I mean, she's missed by by. By having a flick, by having a, a, a what is tick? Tick is the right one. So, it, if it was any other own way, she'd have a tick. Okay, but because of this, it's a flick. Find your words, love. Find In your words. Contrast to Adriana, and I love this so much. This is so good. She walks out like some sort of. I don't know, babushka in a babushka, condom. Babushka, babushka, babushka. Oh, babushka, babushka. Um, this is really, really good because the colours, like these browns are so ugly together. The shape is so weird. She looks like a big condom. Yeah, I was um, like, I thought it was like an old school condom or something. And her whole performance as well is really, really good here. This is overall very, very good from Adriana because it's just strange. It's it's You can't call it attractive. It's weird and I like it a lot. Yeah, and again, she's another queen that sells it on she the does. runway, isn't the way, she? The way she came around the corner and she did that little face and she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really good. Okay, so we're taking it. Next up, we've got uh, Isis, Isis Couture. Couture. So I think this is fashion. This is fashion. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, it is fashion. So I feel like she's kind of like drawing on kind of like 70s Saint maxi dress type of silhouette. But she has uglied it up enough, I think. Because, you know, the headdress could be pretty, but it's not. She's just, they're all just dumped on there, those flowers, aren't they? And the fit, that could be kind of like, oh, you know, just gently like hanging off her clothes hanger frame, but it's not, it's it's slouching on her. But it's, that's that's style. I, I no, really like no. it. And, and it's crocheted as well. I'm, I'm going to tick this because I think she fulfilled the brief. This is good. Okay. This is, this is a really good combination of could be pretty, but it is ugly. It's like the, the reference in the idea is like ugly, like tea cozies, isn't mm. it? And she made an outfit of it, but I really think the outfit looks awesome. I think it's it's almost a little bit. Remember, like the the florals runway in All Stars three and Trixie's look, which is dripping in flowers, is vaguely reminiscent of that. But it's like a misfire version of it. I'm um, I'm on the fence because I really like this look, and naturally, if you like something, you took it. But it's it's not it's for me. It's not ugly, and I'm, I I think she's relying on. 
the ugliness of the tea cozies or the old school like those things that you see your grandmas or those mm. tea cozies that you put all those things that you put over she's relying on the concept of it being an ugly thing but she actually made something beautiful out of that i'm gonna Don't say personally i love a crochet blanket and you all vouch for this there are several of them around this house which came from my grandmother and i adored them but in this kind of outfit it's not working it's not an eyesore for me, so it's a flick. It's too pretty. It's too fashion. I, I, I see what she was going for, and I, I believe she was successful, so I'm giving her a flick. All right. A flick? No, sorry, a tick. I don't get our system, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a tick. It's, our system is the problem, Tom. It's the category. <laughs> put, that, put that wine down. No. You've had enough for tonight. No, I Tom. need more. Next up, we have Cynthia. I'm going to say from the outset that this is too pretty. It feels like a, like a fun, pretty concept runway. Like, I love that pixie crop on her, that sort of gamine hairstyle. She looks so gorgeous. She she just looks like she stepped off a, you know, she's in some kind of like showgirl lineup. It, it's very, very like 60s. Do you know what I mean? It's like she could be in a Bob Fosse kind of lineup. Who was that queen? They had to do an ugly runway on the UK. Was it Tace? And uh, did, uh, did they do that in season two? They did something along the lines of they had to do ugly. And um, one of the queens didn't get it. And he was like, well, maybe to her, this is ugly. Yeah. And I think that when you... Like, Cynthia is conventionally attractive. The... As, as, especially as a boy and, and in drag, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. She's yeah. gorgeous. She can afford to ugly it up, but she just came this, out pretty again. This, like she's like she came out like pretty. She, she's far too pretty. She looks like a bath bomb. Yeah. I want to chuck her in a bath and just like watch the, the 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 effervescence flow. I mean, I don't like the outfit, but it's still pretty. It's not for me. It's not a nice or she's. It, it's not an attractive. It's just like it's, it's really like it's high a concept. Flick. It's, it's a, a flick. flick. It's yeah, a flick. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cynthia. Now, next up, we have um, Kimora Amor. Now, she's she's gone for the whole uh, slavery and the history of that being ugly. Yeah. So Kimora is making a statement on the runway, which I highly respect. Um, and of course, it's it's what what could be uglier than slavery and racism and mm. the oppression of any group of people. So I think she's very successfully made a statement here, and it's very very interesting how the show treats this because the whole uh, presentation is different. It's a little bit of a kind of down tempo moment. There's a little palate cleanser. This is very different in feel to everything else that's come before and after, and so. Yeah, of course I'm going to take this because she's portrayed something hideous. I mean, the intern is just... I really want to meet this intern. They have ambitions. <laughs> this intern is just like, no, we've got to change it up for this one. This, they, this one, we're changing it up. They knew what they were doing. Okay, guys, I just saw Harriet and I have a, I have an idea. I really want to <laughs> go for similar angles, similar structures. <laughs> What's uglier than slavery? Nothing. And the history. It's... Yeah. You get all you get all the flicks. You get all the flicks. She gets on. all no the ticks. She oh the ticks. The ticks. Yeah. Gosh. There we go. All we, the ticks. There we go. You hit the brief. Okay. Now the next one's our favorite. 
as the one that they all had to construct as the seven deadly sins. Let's get into it straight away. So we're going to consider this the most important category, yep. aren't yep, we? Yep, yep, yep. Now, why is Kendall first? Because Pithy has been first lately. Lately? <laughs> she know. was first to walk the other categories, and now all of a sudden it's Kendall going first. Anyway, first up we have Kendall Jenner. She was given pride. Tom, talk to me. So I th- I think the use of purple is really good because it's a very royal color this violet um so pride is conveyed through that i love the use of the braids and i love uh the head wrap and the floral elements the cape is cool there's something about the fit of the dress that's just like a little bit slouchy and isn't flattering her curves i'm gonna say i love kendall i love everything here above the shoulders I'm not a big fan of the way the dress fits her body and also the fact that there's a seam running up the middle. So there are certain bits that draw my eye and make me a little uncomfortable or something. I don't know. Um, And I was hoping for a bit more from Kendall. Okay. Because I do adore her. I mean, I I just think Kendall is gorgeous. I'd actually say everything above the boobs I like, actually. Beautiful. She's beautiful. I I really like it. And, I mean, she made it. The thing is, she said she wanted to show off her curves, and that was her objective. Do you see the way it slouches around her waist and sort of hangs off her hips in, like, a dowdy fashion? And the, the length is weird as well. Mm-hmm. It's very mid-ankle. There's a BLM at the back of her cape. Um, and that's wonderful. I said I like everything from the boobs up, and that includes the cape. It's just the fit of the dress. I, I, I think I see... I, I can see what she was going for. I just don't think she 100% executed it the way that she would want to if she had more time. It makes me a bit sad because I adore Kendall and I hoped for more from her from, yeah. for this. Okay, so I'm taking it though. No, I'm actually going to flick it. Oh, troll. <laughs> troll. In many ways. So Pythia comes out out in a sort of candy cane mini flared mini dress um she said that the that hansel and gretel were her inspiration and i think this is cool um it's it gives me kind of like heatherette vibes it's very fun she portrays a character um i would have liked given that candy was the theme i think she could have chucked more candy on there and like really really made it like a candy dress okay but overall it's a pretty flattering fun look mm-hmm. uh, a girl that's vomited because she's had too much i get i get it it takes me right back to you know when you're a kid yeah it's and you like, ate too much, I ate, too much I ate so much that i puked yeah yeah i mean it's a tick for me yeah like this it. is a tick this De- is a definitely tick. a tick geometric who had sloth this is cool and i kind of predicted this as well that like the inevitable way to go for this is that victor and rolf sleepy head runway and it's kind of what she's gone for because she's got the pillow behind her if i were to make a suggestion i think she could have gone fully and made the hair bedhead hair okay rather than quaffed hair mm-hmm. 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 um but 
she looks so cozy. She looks so cozy. I really believe that she wants to curl up and go have a sleep. Yeah. She's in her dressing gown. I love the bags under the eyes. This is like yeah. an underused makeup technique to convey character, I think. Do you know who does it a lot? Dahlia Black off um, Dracula. She just does it as like a thing like it's interesting and it, it like it can be attractive. Just like that kind of like dusky and dry area. I don't know why we associate like a clear and dry area with beauty all the time. It's it's a very interesting like feature, I think. I like what she's done with the theme. I like what she did with materials. I think she embraced the materials. She, she embraced the materials. Um, did she bit. have a did she have a high heel slipper? Yes, she That's did. That's very good. Um a bit a bit predictable. I mean you said possibly, it. You, possibly possibly when the, when she was given this you're like she'll do the Victor and Rolf mm-hmm. and she did and the thing is we've seen it a few times but like it fits the brief she looks amazing makeup costuming and again a, a different character walking down the runway Geometric's amazing she gives me the right vibe I feel cozy looking yeah. at her yeah. major tick for both of us yeah it's a tick now Adriana has lust I think this is successful um I think Adriana did what needed to be done here. Like, could she have gone more avant-garde and more conceptual? Probably. But, you know, she's a bit literal, but she looks like every inch the boudoir princess here. She's got her pasties. She's got her corset. She's in a lovely blushy rose color. She's got this kind of like peignoir um, lacy effect hanging off the back of her. The hair is very like messy and like I've just had sex, isn't it? Like, she looks great. She looks great. I can't criticize this. I think she fulfilled the brief. I get lust from what she's portraying. Yeah, I got lust. What are those? Are those petals on her feet and on the lining underneath the bra? Yeah, I think she's adorned herself with rose pale pink. I think she overdid it a bit with the petals. I think the, the whole lace is sex the whole the corset the boobs with the um the covering of the nipples of the hair that is enough i think she kind of i feel that it didn't need that it's all very victoria's secret isn't it it's, it's, again it's predictable but she followed the brief did i, I see lust yes yes yeah, it's a tick for me i gotta say i gotta say i feel like breastplates have evolved over the past few years because these boobies were jiggling with every step she took down the runway <laughs> I'm jealous. I don't have any fit to put together. <laughs> name that <their> queen. <laughs> I I can't actually name her, but I, I remember the quote. Oh my gosh, Tom. I don't really? Have fit to push together. There's somebody skinny who was kind of fat shaming a little bit, wasn't it? Season seven. Violet. Yes. It was Violet. How do you not know? Oh. Okay, cool. So both ticks. Isis Couture has wrath and this is fantastic. did not come to play. She spells it out as she walks down the runway. I said as soon as she walks out, I was like, she is a Cenobite from Hellraiser. And this is exactly what she is. She she is angry. She's S&M. I I see pain. I see chains. I see leather. I'm scared. This is so good. And it's so like, like... is such an example of how Isis thinks outside the box and pushes and she's quite avant-garde. This is really, really good. This is like a winning look. This is amazing. Um, wow. It's so, so good. I would so love good. to live inside her head. 
She's just stepped out of Hellraiser. That's exactly what she's done. She took a concept and she she's looked in the box and she thought, right, I know what I can do with this. And this is fantastic. Like, I, if I saw that walking down the street, I would cross the road. I would... I would I would do anything to avoid it. This is freaky. It's this so good. Freaky. It's so like S and M. I would not want to miss with this. I mean, this is a major tick. Big tick for ISIS. Oh yeah. my gosh! Look at that. Everything. The makeup is so good as well because she looks like so so like bruised and sore. You know. I mean, I'm. I, I think we're both here for it. What about Cynthia? Kiss says greed. Now this saddened me a little bit. Um, because I can see the elements that she brought in. So she thought, I know she was trying to avoid gold because I said when she, you know, when she talked about gold, I was like, oh, you know, she did she did gold in the, in her first look, that kind of like Holston jumpsuit. I can get why she was trying to avoid that. But I can see the elements, you know, she's got this gold kind of midsection, a leopard, leopard print is opulence. Yes, that's fine. Maxi skirt. And this kind of like first doll. But just the way it's put together just is really unappealing to my eyes, unfortunately. I love Cynthia, but I do not love this look. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the the looks the looks not the best. But remember, she made it. Come on, she come made on. it. She but, made it. But the, the fit is off. Like that bustier doesn't fit her properly. It's hanging off her, and it's like wrinkly. And then the the waist is in a weird place. It doesn't it doesn't give me fashion or opulence. Um, and the stole, the stole is just there. And like, what's the hat about? Like, why, why is she wearing that hat? Like, I love Cynthia, but I don't love this look. Yeah, okay. Um, this but is, is it like, a tickle flick? It's a flick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I would have to flick it as well. And it's hard when you come right after what we just saw, Isis. I mean, if I was following Isis, I would have paid someone. Look, I'll give you 20 bucks if you, you just, just go, go before me. Place, yeah, can you go? You. Or, or I would have faked like an injury and been like, oh, just go before me. Just go before or me. Or just not been ready. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I would not want to go after her. Like, wait, why? But yeah, it's a flick. The last queen is Kimura Amor. Now she had Envy. I think it's smart of, I mean, obviously she's given loads of greens to work with, but like the idea of using a snake. A snake's envious creatures. I don't know. I think they're more like, Garden of Eden, seductive creatures. Anyway, um, overall, like, there are elements that I like, there are elements that I don't. Like, she had what she had to work with. I don't like that bright fluorescent green on the bodice. It's too jarring for my eyes, especially against the black. But I do like the foliage elements because it's very Jean-Paul Gaultier. I forget what year it was, but there was a runway that was full of, kind of like, artificial foliage. Um there's another designer called Norike uh, Nonimia who um, does like these. There was this runway show with all these kind of like big foliage headdresses and stuff. Like that. That's a pretty element. It's a pretty element. Um, and I think she did the best she she could with what she was given. I just always think that like bodice with a skirt is like the easy route. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So do you like it or not? I'm kind of in the middle. No, no. Yes or no? Can Take I have like a wick? To burn? <laughs> you, you want to burn the outfit? 
I'm Tom, I'm hearing a flick from you. I'm I'm for I don't. I, I also don't. I, yeah, I also don't get the snake. Snake is not envy at all mm. to me. Snake is, you know, it's seduction. Mm. It's sneaky. It's you know, it's trickery. But it's not envy. It's not. It's not that Tom. It's not that. It's not that. It's not um, that. I don't. I. I don't know. Like that skirt looked quite impressive to me. Was that? It looks hard to make. I mean, I'm not a seamstress, so I don't know. But the skirt looked pretty good. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I see you, ma. Mm, I'm no seamstress either. But I when just... I'm looking at queens like Pythia, Isis, Gia, yes. I'm like, it's not on yes. that level. It's closer to being on the same level as Cynthia and Kendall. So I, I might have to flick it. I will flick Tom, this. we've seen all the looks. Of course, 50% goes to what they made, and then 25% each goes to <laughs> the other two. That's a good two, mechanism. Okay? I want you to tell me right now, who is your top two, top three, and who is your bottom three? I think Isis is easily up there. Isis is done fabulously this week. Yes. Um, so if, I, if I'm looking at the stage now with our seven girls in their final runway looks... It's easy that like Isis, Pythia, Gia, and probably Adriana stand above the other girls. Okay, so who do I prefer of those? I think probably Isis and Pythia. Absolutely, when I'm thinking all together. Absolutely, they, those are my I think picks for the top. Most of the brief. Um, the other girls who have not named did have some really good looks in the earlier categories, but not the final category. Yep. So who's the bottom three for me would have to be Cynthia Kiss, maybe Kendall Gender. Cynthia missed the mark on rock and roll, unfortunately. She missed the mark on rock and roll. She missed the mark on the um, and she was the too ugly. Pretty she was too pretty and ugly. So I think Cynthia's in the bottom. Kendall looked gorgeous in rock and roll. Like I said, she leaned a little bit into pop. Like she gave me slightly like neon Beyonce vibes, but still it was gorgeous. Um, but I really liked her ugly look. Yeah, it's just based on this look. Mm-hmm. So who would you put up with Cynthia? For me, if someone's to go up with Cynthia, it would be. I think it's probably Kendall. Mm, I think Kimora. No. Kimora's first rock and roll look was really successful. Yeah. And she made a huge statement with her her ugly look. I think that puts her like bottom three, but safe. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll have to agree with you. I mean, this is fashion. And I'm trying to think, is, is there anybody else there who I would really like the final look, but their early looks let them down at all? No, Adriana's first look was great. Um, her second look was and her good. Her second look was fantastic. Yeah. Adriana's I think Adriana is, is is safely safe. I think she's high. I think Adriana's high. Um, Gia, well, her second look was too pretty. Yeah, but her final look that she made is good. And yes. the first look was good as well. Yeah, I think Pythia's done really, really well this week. Yeah, Pythia's done really well. Okay, so- I think Pythia and Isis are vying for the win. Right, and then the other two at the bottom. I think Pythia and Isis are vying for the win, and I think um, that um, lovely Cynthia and lovely Kendall are in the bottom. Oh, let's see. All right, so the winner is Isis. Very well-deserved, absolutely. Highly well-deserved win. So she's our first double winner of the season. I mean... Even though she's been in the bottom once, Isis now is the first girl with two wins, leapfrogging into the lead. 
Um, yes, and so the two lip syncing tonight. The three. Let's just talk about the fact that Adriana was Adriana was in the bottom. I didn't think that was very fair. I didn't. I didn't see that. I think the the judges the judges showed more kindness to Kimura's looks than we did. Yeah, and of course she made she made a really really important statement with her medal look. I think that was like taken into account. And it pushed her into safe territory. It, it shouldn't have accounted for more than the final look. I'm sorry. It, it they, didn't. They, it were really, they were really complimentary of it. I mean, we were a bit more critical of the color combinations and the overall look. But there we go. It's a so matter got of taste at times. Kendall Gender versus Cynthia. And of course, it's going to be a hard lip sync. They're our, sisters. They're our first sisters. Brat Pack versus Brat Pack. Yeah. Um, lip sync. And... Um, what were your thoughts on this lip sync? My, my thoughts are lip syncing against someone that you dance with is both terrifying mm-hmm. but comforting that you're sharing the stage with someone who whose energy that you yeah. understand, whose vibe that you can get. It's but in, at the same time, it's scary because you still when you're in a group you're always trying to think who's better and it's the winner of this lip sync is going to be the better performer than the other person in the group. And there's, yeah. there's just, there's also that playing in to effect. Um, I just thought that it was going to be tough for both of them. It was a fun, high energy lip sync. They both gave it that all. Um, I, I think the, the aforementioned kind of like performance energy that Kendall brings when she steps on stage was very compelling. And so I was more drawn to her. I did love their moments of connection. It was so cool to like see these girls who love each other, you know, have those moments on stage. Um, But overall, I would give it to Kendall. And let's let's face it, it's Cynthia's third time. Cynthia's third time in the bottom, and again, when that's when that's the situation, the other person really has to stuff up in order for them to um to be sent home. Whereas Kendall really did fight for her life. Uh, yeah, like her face is just so expressive. I'm, I'm she must I have love done music theatre in some time <laughs> yeah. of her life. Like she's she, her yeah, face, very expressive. Um, I think her expressions are beautiful. I, mean, I love the emotion she conveys on stage. It was it was a lip sync. It, they both gave it their all. Was it the best lip sync? No, no, it wasn't. The I would say you know I, this song is really like fun and cute and high energy. I'm not sure it's a song that like gives loads of scope for. No, like, it does. That's the thing. It builds. You, would you say? Yeah. Yes, especially the beginning. The um, oh, thinking about our young years. That mm, that I one. How, it, how, it, how it's that, That's a moment for. Uh, that's it's soft, and then and then it can grow, baby. Especially by the end, where it happened. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. So then yep. there's that, and so that's the climax, and that's what you build to. Yeah. And um, I I really. Really do I mean I would love to perform this number is what I'm thinking so I know that it can be great. But okay, it's, it's I, I just, hear what it's you're just really really yeah. tough. I mean, lip syncing against someone that you love this way and your career—it's just 
it, it's hard to judge it when this is the energy that I'm watching because it's more than just the performance. It's it's there's heart involved and emotions. Yeah, and and that alone is a performance as well that people just neglect. It's the emotion that and how much connection that you get. So it was it was very heartfelt. And um, it sounds like we're both leaning towards Kendall. But should we see what the judges think? Kendall, but if it was both of their first times in the bottom, it would be difficult. But because this yeah. is because it's it is her third time she needed to have done something amazing and at the same time Kendall would have had to really underperformed mm. in order for her to survive but she didn't Kendall fought so I really do feel like Kendall is gonna stay should we check it out yes as we predicted we said bye to Cynthia Kiss it was and yeah. it's sad, sad. Like, again I know I say this every week but on Canada's Drag Race I feel like we're getting rid of like a lovely queen or a real competitor every Maybe episode. this intern is doing such a good job at making us mm. fall in love with all of mm. these characters. Because we felt that way about Ocean, yeah. about Stephanie Prince, Suki. about Suki, yeah. Eve, and now, now, now Cynthia. I mean, I just feel like they're doing a really good job at making us understand them. Yeah. And so therefore we feel that, well, that do, loss. Do you know what? That's A, the queen's being wonderful, and B, production doing a good job. So yeah, let's doff our caps. I'm looking forward to next week because they're doing a roast and I love to laugh. We've just had a roast. Yeah, we had, uh, well, we had, yes, we had one performance and then three others in the UK. No, two performances and two others. One and a half. (laughs) One and a half. (laughs) But now we've got more queens to laugh at. So let's see what happens then. But everyone, thank you very much for listening to Spinning the GNT podcast. We love all of the love that you're giving us thank and we so want to say guys. thank you so much we hope that you enjoy yeah um join us next time for uk and canada next week but yes. this is bold well, uk finale yes yeah and then we get a day off <laughs> look at that because I, it's probably worth addressing actually we have an impact upon italia because we just didn't feel like we could manage three in a week I mean, let's let's we're gonna go to dinner. Let's talk about it over some food when we're both thinking clearly. <laughs> yeah, we sober you up a bit, oh. and then um, we'll discuss it on the next podcast. Okay. So this is Paolo and Dr. Tom. I'll see you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.